Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show. Happy day after President's Day to you. Today is Tuesday, the 21st of February, 2023. Hope you guys are doing well. I'm not sure how many of you celebrated President's Day. I'm seeing a lot of talk about national divorces and, you know, is America still great? Was she ever great? Is our history even what we ever thought it was? A lot of online rhetoric, uh, just, you know, unpleasantries, if you will. A lot of deception occurring, on, on, occurring, occurring online as well. Uh, a lot of crazy things happening. We seem to be at critical mass, particularly on the platform of Twitter, uh, with the reemergence of freedom of speech on the platform that we all know is a federal dashboard uh, uh, per uh, Matt Taibbi in his um, in his uh, FOIA releases of, of the information in the Twitter files, and upon that discovery, you know, I think most people just kind of stopped there, and they, you know, they just kind of look at Elon, and as as many people are doing with many folks today, and I want to talk a little bit about discernment today and how important it is uh, to exercise discernment with regard to people you are following, people you seek advice from, people that you empathize and sympathize with, people that you vote for, uh, people who have your ear, your heart, your mind, your pocketbook, your vote. Very important, right? So many of you have effectively taken um, Elon and you see him as such a champion, which is very human nature-esque. He is a champion for us to be able to speak freely. And boy, I got to tell you, some people are speaking extraordinarily freely uh, on the platform and in, in really just in such an egregious manner and unnecessary in terms of uh, stoking flames of division as well as planting seeds of doubt and division, whether that's in the DeSantis camp or that's in the Trump camp, that's in America First, MAGA, you name it. Um, you know, the Constitutional Party, you've got the, you know, every faction you can think of, whether that's Christians or not. Uh, you have people who have now erected teeny tiny little idols of various people who they now see as champions of their First or Second Amendment, champions of the Constitution, you know, champions of, uh, you know, basically a Shawshank Redemption moment for those of us who actually survived uh, the the Twitter massacre, if you will, um, in the way of silencing uh, dissent. Right. And so now what happens is what happens in every hostage crisis uh, that goes on too long. Eventually, you make friends with your captors. And so it's really, really no surprise that we've gotten ourselves into this position in a mindset where we completely lack discernment. And for a while we have. And because we are in an information warfare era and landscape, that is the terrain. It is information, disinformation. It is narrative. And you are enduring a psychological campaign against you, which campaign is warfare speak, that that is what's happening, right? But that's been happening since the foundations of the world. 
Since we were told not to eat of the fruit, and we did, and our father said, who told you you were naked? Very cunning, very beguiling, very crafty and scheming words, slight manipulations of words that ultimately plant seeds and planted a seed in the mind of the woman who said, oh, yeah, maybe God is holding out on us. She actually added to it, very typical woman, added to, you know, we're not even supposed to touch it or look at it or smell it, you know, and that's not what the instruction was. And so because she was deceived We ultimately ended up with the fall of man, and here we are, and we are very easily deceived deceived ourselves. And we're usually, according to the word, taken off by our own lusts, right? We get taken into captivity by our own lusts. And so for some people, that lust is to have access. That lust is to have more followers. That lust is to, um, you know, grab a microphone in a space. That lust is to be heard or to be seen or to be part of a group, right? Which is all, quite honestly, very human. Very human for people to want to rally and to fellowship and to gather. And and because our church attendance has completely hit an all-time low, our divorce rates are through the roof, uh, we've survived a six feet apart and, you know, two months it's turned into 24,000 years of, uh, you know, of disconnect from one another in every possible way known to mankind. We are extraordinarily vulnerable as a race of people. As the human race, we are extraordinarily vulnerable. And so what does that mean? It means that we really have to guard our hearts and our minds. And so whenever you discern something, which is more than just gathering facts, that's part of it. That's part of it. But even facts can be manipulated, right? I mean, we do live in the age of deep fakes and memes and mocking, and very, very mean-spirited people, very mean-spirited spirits actually working through people because we are dealing with Ephesians 6 and 11, right? So we're not warring with flesh and blood, but the discernment component comes from your spirit and you being in lockstep with the spirit, the reborn spirit of your father that has now been rebirthed in you, right? So you're born again of the spirit, and spiritual people discern spiritual things. Worldly people do not. And that's what the word says. We're also told to test every spirit by the spirit. Right? So there are, there are many spirits roaming through the airwaves and the bandwidth of Twitter and other um, social media platforms at the moment that really do have... Um, a horrible intention of deceiving, defrauding, division, dissension, despair. And it never really comes in the way that you think it will. It just doesn't. It's, it's rarely in your face. And if it is, then you're like, ah, that's just kind of off-putting, right? So it's, it rarely appears in the form you think you should be watching out for. 
right? It's rarely very obvious. And so how do you know that you're walking in discernment? Okay. How do we begin to trust what we are discerning is accurate? Well, clearly the first place to begin is prayer, right? So whenever you get that ping in your gut, in your spirit, the first thing you do is send that up into prayer. You go directly up with it to the Father, and you pray about it, right? What is this? What are you showing me? What is the truth of this, of this matter, of this conversation, of this entity, of this person, of this party, of this idea, right? Of this conversation. What is the truth of this? That's the first place we begin with discernment. And you will receive an answer. It may not come in your time, but you will receive an answer. And if you're someone who is reading your word, uh, uh, you know, consistently, you will, there will normally be, a, at least for me, there's a scripture that accompanies what it is I'm discerning and what, and what I've prayed for in the way of an answer. And when I read it, I'm like, oh, got it. Okay, yes, thank you. That's exactly what I'm hearing, feeling, seeing, you know, that my discernment is on point. Right, so so it is confirmed, and sometimes it takes time for things to be revealed, and for things to be brought to light that have been happening in the dark. And it's rarely, you know, not messy when that happens. But what happens when we get into the into the lizard brain of where we are now? We're in that reptilian brain, and we're not walking after the spirit, and we're not walking after discernment. Is that we align ourselves with personalities of people, with stories of people, with empathy of people. We align ourselves with partisanship of people, uh, with you know patriotism of people, uh, with the faith of people, right? Hobbies of people. I mean, there's any number of things that we align with as human beings that make us go, okay, this is the place I want to huddle. This is the place I'm going to create my Psalm 91. This is going to become my secret place. This is going to become my shadow where I I hide, right? I can partner up with these guys because we're all part of the same cause. And what that does is it leaves you extraordinarily vulnerable, especially during wartime, during a campaign. When you think you're aligned with people who are of like mind and of like heart, and of like spirit, but nothing could be further from the truth. Because while you may be of like mind in word, you may not necessarily be like mind in deed. You may not be like minded in intention. And there are many operations being run right now in your Twitter spaces, on Facebook, in Facebook groups, especially in Discord. And I've been saying that to you for months in order to prepare your hearts and your minds for what's really going on so that you can discern. I have not named names. I have not, uh, well, that's not true, with the exception of one particular space. And that's primarily because the evidence that came forward is irrefutable. (laughs) And actually came out of, and, and normally evidence comes out of the face of the person eventually. So if you'll just listen closely enough, and if you start to see a pattern with people, if you start to watch for patterns, you will see that wherever that person or that entity goes and there's drama, that person is usually in the middle of the drama or the entity. 
right? So that's another way you can learn to discern where you're like, oh yeah, you know what? We went through this a few months ago. Same story, same drama. Got it. Okay, next. Check. I can keep right on scrolling. I can keep right on moving. I don't even have to engage in the madness. I just keep right on moving, right? And so there are many entities in these spaces that are groups that you would feel comfortable aligning with because you think you're on the same team. And what happens is they make it a little difficult for you to join or for you to get in on the conversation and quote back channels. And see, all of that is is extraordinarily powerful to a desperate mind to be a part of something. And usually, and really to a, to a mind that may not necessarily be godless, but a mind that is hopeless and a mind that is desperate. A mind without a fellowship and plumb line of the actual inerrant truth and word of God, which keeps us in perfect peace and keeps us aligned with discernment. And so that mind is extremely vulnerable and that heart is vulnerable because you want to do something. You see now that the truth is coming out that our own government, our own national security apparatus and others were absolutely responsible for putting all of this into the hands of Big Pharma as a as a storefront, is what I refer to them as. I don't care who it is, Moderna, Pfizer, whomever. We see that everyone colluded in this entire conspiracy, no longer a theory called COVID. COVID-19, uh, a la injections, a la distancing, a la shutdowns, a la masks, mandates, you know, uh, PPE, you know, all, all the things that have been in place for over a decade to bring us to the place of destruction where we are now, right? All of our worshiping at the altar of, um, of apothecary, of, you know, all, all of the uh, witchcraft and divination that comes with, with, with worshiping at the altar of medicine, and that's not to say that medicine is evil inherently or intrinsically of itself. What it says is that you know as well as I do. There's a reason that Fox Nation or Fox News, rather, has every five minutes they have commercials, at least 10 of them, that tell you the 26,000 ways you're going to die. But you'll feel a lot better in the process if you just take this particular drug. That's called pharmakia. And our father's not a fan of worshiping at the altar of anything other than his. So now we know that our own government has set out to effectively, you know, destroy the world. (laughs) And other governments have colluded with them. So, you know, it does leave you feeling slightly vulnerable. (laughs) And it does leave you feeling as though you want to join forces with people who appear, 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 who sound and appear and look like they are doing something about it. But I really want to caution you all very seriously to get into your prayer closets and send all things up. They make you feel as though you're special because you get to get in on something. And I'm not demeaning the power and the necessity for people to rally and to become activists, if you will, for the cause of liberty. 
But some of these groups and organizations and people have been put into place to deceive you. And they're very good at it. Just ask someone sitting in a solitary confinement cell due to January 6th right now. Ask anyone who's on a Twitter space apology tour for the decision they made to go to Washington, D.C. on the 5th or 6th of January and uh, 2021, and who's on an apology tour for, you know, just showing up, had no plans to do anything nuts or to join the people who were already put in place to bring about the madness and the chaos. They just showed up, right? They've already done prison time, and now they're on an apology tour for actually uh, showing up, and they're throwing President Trump under the bus. They'd throw you under the bus. They'd throw their mama and their cat and the dog under the bus if they had to because they damn sure don't want to go back to jail for standing for their own voice to be heard. Wasn't even a matter of storming the Capitol for some of these people. That wasn't their intention at all, allegedly. And to listen to them in some of these spaces, you're like, oh, wow, that must have been a term. You know, that must be part of your terms of uh, release is that you tell people how awful it is to actually stand for your constitutional rights and to, you know, have your voice be heard, you know. So, I mean, it's astounding, really. But thankfully, I've not been placed in that position, so I'm not condemning. I'm just saying that that's where we are. (laughs) That's where we are. And people will drag you into stuff with them and you'll feel all warm and fuzzy and kumbaya and you guys are going to just, yep, we're going to defend the Constitution. We're going to defend our rights. And and you get in there and you have all these conversations and you're on either these, quote, private platforms because you guys have been fooled into thinking that there's a such thing called privacy, which is an absolute joke. There's nothing private. And there's more coming out about the lack of privacy and how many of our clouds are completely wide open to not only all forms of bad actors, not only domestically, but foreign as well in the way of hackers, government, big tech. I mean, this is big stuff. And you think you guys are having a private conversation. And I'm so special because I was able to get in with this group and I, I was vetted. I was vetted. I made it. I made the team. This is particularly useful for the folks who never made a team, right? All of you who are still wounded by the fact that you weren't chosen for uh, JV, softball, or cheerleading, right? And now you get to be a part of something. Those of you who are still bitter about your divorces, or maybe you were ejected from a church because people are just not nice, right? You were rejected and you were never brought in. Whatever your offense is that you carry with you like a bag of dung everywhere you go makes you that much more vulnerable to awful people who have very sinister plans that they utilize to draw you in and literally suck your life right out of you when you least expect it. Now, this is also why some folks and some entities and some organizations do not like me. 
because I am always going to tell you the truth, whether you like how I deliver that, whether you like my personality, none of that really matters to me, to be honest with you. What matters is your apartment building is on fire and you are suffering from smoke inhalation and I see a way out and I'm offering you a ride on my back with this information and some oxygen and a way out the door. So you can either take it or leave it. But people that you have championed as heroes and you're still doing it are not on your team. And I am not going to name names. Not going to do it. It is up to you to discern. Now, if you and I are in a relationship and you DM me, you text me, you email, you want to, you know, Monica, what's up about this? Because I'm discerning this. Okay, cool. Let's chat. Let's, let's talk about that. Let's reason together. Right. But I don't believe in falsely accusing people. I don't believe in defaming people ever. I've never practiced that in my profession ever. Matter of fact, I'm going to give you an example of just how much I absolutely abhor that practice of defamation. You ready? And libel and slander. I have worked alongside some of the worst politicians and human beings ever. Right. I've had access to them. I've been a part of their meetings. I've been a part of shaping legislation. I've been in think tanks. I've been in, you know, uh, all, all types of groups of people. Does not make me an intel person. It does not make me a spook, even though I love my spooks and they love me. And thank God for spooks. How about that? And not all of them are awful human beings, by the way. So thank God for spooks. I'm not one of them, as far as I know. So, I've been around some really bad folks and I've had some phone calls from people who are like, Hey, we do have Intel on this dude. And would you, you know, would you be willing, you know, we have partial Intel. (laughs) Would you be willing knowing how awful he is and what other evidence we have of other egregious things? Would you be willing to break this story with what we have so far, you know, about an alleged molestation of someone whenever he was younger. Now, this was at a critical time in local politics, state politics, which would have made national news, which would have just sent the the DNC running just like lusting, you know, at at the, the, just lusting at the bit uh, because this would have crushed certain things that were in motion politically and geopolitically, to be quite honest. So, you know, I get this phone call and it took me, and I'm cooking dinner, I'll never forget it. And I was friends with this person. And, and this person is a, you know, a, a, tr- a trusted hero and source. Uh, a hero in the way of, you know, a Navy SEAL, someone who had served the nation. Um, friend I considered a friend. And all of a sudden it occurs to me, <laughs> when we get off the phone, um, I was like, well, first of all, if you had all of the sourcing in place and the, and the, alleged victim was willing to come forward, then yes, I would do that. But without the victim, no way. I'm not touching that with a 10-foot pole. Because while it may be true, there may have been witnesses, if no one's coming forward to corroborate or in this victim's not coming forward who is a grown person at this point and is not going to come forward, you know, why would you throw me under the bus like that? And the truth is that there are so many story whores among us that some people would have absolutely taken that hook, line, and sinker. 
They're story whores. You know who they are. You follow some of them. And they are chasing the next rabbit, the next explosion, the next breaking, the next they slaughtered that person at the what you know, it's these people that are just over the top, the sky is falling and they're all out to kill you and they're coming to get you and you know, live with your pitchforks under your pillow and it's happening, the sky is falling, the sky is falling, and it's all hysterical and somebody's gotta pay and they're all gonna hang and all this stuff, right? And and the passion is it's not like it's not warranted because like I just said, we do now know through much through much evidence, including my own Twitter space with Dr. Huff. If you miss those, go back and find them. They're archived. We now know that that's no, those are not theories. But all of the overtopness is not helpful. It's not. It does not leave you with the ability to think clearly about your position and about your life and your family and your community and your state which is where your power is. Does not leave you there. So I said, no, thank you. Even though this dude was such a scumbag and I knew that I had spoken with other victims of his, they wiped their tears and their snots from their faces, held them and their family members in my studio at my station. I did. I was there for that. I was part of a massive investigation that blew the lid off of unethical behavior that no one in the entire state of Georgia was who had authority was willing to take on. So it was unethical and it it should be and is, you know, but my industry practices it quite regularly. But it is, and for someone who has actually been through sexual violation multiple times as a young person who is extremely um, invested in justice where this is concerned, no way. There is no way I was going to falsely accuse someone of something that more than likely could have been proven true, right? by by all accounts of this person's history and and the and the witness that came forward but the witness was not you know married enough to their own justice to securing their own and see that's what happens over time and that's really where the powers that be want to get you is where you just kind of resolve yourself and you let someone else show up you abdicate which is what we've done. But we abdicated during the years of feast. Your next temptation, ladies and gentlemen, is going to be to abdicate during the years of famine. And I want to encourage you. I want you to draw from your courage, from your gut, that if you are born again, is aligned with heaven and you have the Holy Spirit of the all-knowing creator in your belly. And you can trust that. So defaming people, not my thing. Lying about people, casting false light and aspersions on, not my thing. Not at all. Encouraging you to use your own discernment and 
calling things as they are exactly in some of these arenas that you guys are swimming in unawares. I mean, I, I heard it today. It was pretty astounding. Did a little bit of my own research. Took me five minutes and some phone calls and thank God for my sources. Again, love my spooks. They love me. And I'm listening to this going, huh? Interesting. Very cultish, very cult-like mentality, you know, where we are, um, we're going to make it a little difficult for you to get in. And some of the vetting, you know, I, I understand. You certainly don't. Listen, if you're putting together a group, of, a group of people to accomplish anything, the word says, lest two people agree, how can they walk together? Right? And if you're not doing anything wrong, and you're simply rallying and, you know, then, you know, okay. But Antifa, Black Lives Matter folks, uh, the Taliban even, you know, these these folks have been infiltrated. You know, they have infiltrated, rather, Twitter spaces, Twitter groups, MAGA, America First, uh, you know, uh, you know, Jews for Jesus. You know, I mean, they they hate any type of consolidation of efforts, you know, for freedom. Absolutely hate it. So you have to watch them. You have to pay attention to who's coming in and trying to spam your spaces, who is trying to infiltrate your groups. But also, you know, two things can be true. Again, I, I my concern is that we've gotten into this habit, and I almost did it today. Someone I admire, someone I trust, tweeted something about someone involved with Project Veritas, who allegedly is now some kind of a scumbag and, you know, is to blame for everything going on with James O'Keefe at the moment. And so I, you know, in, in, in his words in this tweet were basically that, right? And because I like him and I follow him and I like his tweets, I went to like his tweet and I thought, well, wait a minute, I haven't done my own research. <laughs> so I have no idea whether or not this guy is who this person I actually trust and follow says he is. And so every like, every retweet is is confirming and affirming something as if it were true. And so you really have to consider, you know, what are you aligning with? What are you affirming? And do you do you have discernment about these things? You know, that's a good place to start, I think, is discernment. And I think for the most part, you know, a lot of people have lost the ability if they've ever had it, primarily because we don't practice it, right? And so we don't trust what we're feeling in our gut. It's different. It's not intuition. It is not intuition. It is birthed in and of and by the spirit of the living Yahweh. And speaking of not being able to discern the times, right? How many of you have I heard from who are still losing money every hour of the day in your retirement plans, right? We have war, inflation, and over $30 trillion in debt. And it's looking like 2008 all over again. We have millions of Americans that have watched their retirement savings disappear. And and while we know that those who invested in physical gold and silver were protected, some of you are still sitting at home wondering what to do and how low it's going to go. And that's not using your discernment. So if you have $50,000 or more in your IRA, 401k or savings, you could be at risk again. 
except for this isn't 2008 because some of you close to retirement will not have a rebound period. That is something to consider. That's one main reason why this will not be 2008 for many of you. So right now, thousands of Americans are using an IRS loophole to add physical gold and silver to their retirement savings. Head over to MonicaProtectsWithGold.com to get a free gold IRA kit and learn how thousands are protecting their retirement savings with gold and silver. If you're protecting your savings today, you could get up to $10,000 in free silver to do it. Gold Co. has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, thousands of customer reviews, and they've helped place over $1 billion in precious metals. We could be looking at a recession worse than 2008, so don't wait. Head over to MonicaProtectsWithGold.com. Now, speaking of revival and protection, I got to hand it to uh, to these kids who are, uh, you know, revivaling all over the country and these college kids. And it has absolutely spread from Asbury out to Lee uh, and others. And some of you are like, what is going on? And, and in my humble opinion, it's absolutely a move of the Holy Spirit. I think it's beautiful. And I love the fact that not one person can take the credit for it. Not one human being, not a pastor, not a kid, no one. That this has been a call to action and a move by the power of our Father and His Holy Spirit. And kids are being brought to repentance. And because there's going to be a remnant generation, you can count on that. There's going to be a remnant. He will never leave us or forsake us. And he will use a generation of people who have never been taught of or by him. He will absolutely do so because that's how big he is. That is how big Yahweh is. That is how loving he is. That is how forgiving he is and ready to be in covenant with his creation. He is. And so congratulations to the kids who are, you know, on their way to, to connection. All right. We talked about that last week. You're either in, you know, responsibility or connection. Which one is it? And connection, you know, requires discernment. It does. And so we should really be retweeting, celebrating, posting, uh, you know, sharing uh, what these kids are doing and really giving our father all the glory for that because that's who it belongs to and and really encourage these kids. And hopefully, you know, I know I am and others are setting up, you know, hubs and, um, and discipleship uh, movements in order to come alongside these young people who are ready to live, you know, a holy life and who will ultimately not stand for tyranny. They will not stand for tyranny. And when your lives are submitted to the holy of holies, you don't have to submit to tyranny because he will hear our voice and he will heal our land. That is a promise from generation to generation, because he doesn't change. So when we repent, we confess, we turn from our wicked ways, and we pursue him and his holy ways, he will in fact restore our land. And he will heal our land, is what he said. So for those people who are out, you know, championing for a national divorce. All I'm going to say about that is to be extremely uh, wise as serpents. Pay attention to uh, whom, from whom that rhetoric is uh, originating. 
Some of you believe that we could end up with a convention of states. I do not believe that will happen. I've had their founder on my show. Um, I've had adversaries. I, I've had opponents and, and proponents, rather, of convention of states. And I do not see that happening. i got to tell you, I think people would rather go through a national divorce from everything I've surmised, along with the polls that I've taken on this subject. I believe that people would rather um, would rather go through a national divorce than risk because in their mind there is a risk even though that risk really is unfounded to be honest with you because of the parameters put in place during an out during a uh, convention of states um they would rather go through that than deal with the risks involved with possibly upending the constitution again which is not really possible like that is an unfounded fear and if you missed that show you can go back and find that in my archives uh but I think people would actually go through a national divorce before that. But I, but again, you know, that's kind of, isn't, isn't that kind of, you know, just where we are as a nation? Of course we'd be willing to divorce one another. <laughs> I mean, look at what we do to our families. I mean, if we can walk out on our own children, if we can walk out on our own children, you don't think we can walk out on each other? And so pay attention to those who are about to capitalize on that. And in your prayer time, you know, pray for the nation to be healed in like-mindedness. Again, lest to agree, how can they walk together? And that begins in your own home. That begins in your own home. Amen. All right, guys. Well, with that, thank you for following me at Monica On Air Talk. I appreciate you. I do want to thank my... uh, I want to thank you guys as my followers, my fam. You're not really my followers, but you're, you're my family, right? I, w- I want to thank you all, uh, again, just like I did today on Twitter, for exhibiting uh, mature and, um, and healthy mental, emotional, and spiritual uh, behavior on Twitter. This has been a very chaotic past few days, uh, false accusations flying, um, very unnecessary things that are occurring, but it is what it is. And so it's certainly not my first rodeo. I know some of you are extremely grieved because of the memes that are floating around about me, uh, or my co-host, uh, please keep my co-host in your prayers. Uh, one of my co-hosts is, 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 is battling a terminal, uh, diagnosis, which we are not agreeing with at all. Uh, and so, and this is public knowledge or I would not share it, but, uh, please, you know, keep Chris in your prayers. Um, he's a very faithful friend and father, uh, and son, and he's just been a wonderful human being in my life. He's been a very faithful friend, like I said, and he's very smart and happy and jovial and has a lot to, a lot of life left to live. And so thank you all for, um, rallying around him and his restoration of health. Uh, in your prayers. I do appreciate that greatly. Uh, Like I said earlier, people can be very mean-spirited, and there's just this rabid-like nature uh, that is very um, prominent at this point in time. And so be mindful. You know, when people are, are rabid, just detach yourself from it. You know, just detach. You don't have to engage. You don't have to let them bring you down. Just detach. And and from this point forward, I have, in fact, uh, detached 
from all of the madness that has been going on. Uh, we have much bigger fish to fry, and you guys are way more important to me than being dragged through the swampy waters of false accusations. But I do thank you for your maturity and for your commitment to my work and to my voice. And I love you very much. And uh, if it wasn't for your prayers and support, I would not be here doing what I do, to be honest with you, because you are the reason I'm here. Till tomorrow, be good to your neighbors, beginning in your own mirror. Remember, MonicaProtectsWithGold.com. Don't be a victim. Don't abdicate. The days ahead, we're getting into the days of famine, okay? And you want to be prepared. MonicaProtectsWithGold.com. I love you guys. Head over to my website at MonicaMatthews.com as well. Sign up for my newsletters. And remember, if you're an American, act like one. <laughs>